Well, yeah. right back at the start again. Back, back to square one. I keep thinking that we're going to make it to King Candy's castle, but every single time we're right back. Loopy gets us in the sticky spot. Yeah. That used to be my favorite game. Oh, yeah. Candyland. It was it was my first game. What was the little the little peppermint lady? Ooh. I thought that the peppermint one was uh the little peppermint man. There's a lot what am I thinking of? Because there's like a peppermint forest. There's the lollipop lady. That's what I'm there's thinking of. Queen Frostine. I think the lollipop lady's the princess, but I can't remember her name. I think it was Princess Lolly. Okay. I just remember being very sexually attracted to those Queen Frostine and Princess Lolly. Oh, yeah. Uh, King Candy was a a lucky man. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that, you know, King Candy wasn't so bad himself. Uh, No, he was he he was gross. He's he's looking like a snack. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, they did that thing with King Candy where they spelled uh, Candy with a K in his name, even though Candyland, the game, has a C. Mm-hmm. And it's a little too close for comfort, in my opinion. Close for comfort with a K. Yeah. <laughs> Preferably clue, not, but... clue close for comfort. <laughs> Just really hoping it's not uh, Kenneth the first or... Or something. King Kenneth Candy. Yeah. Oof. He just uh yeah, he won't let he won't let Gloopy into the castle. <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell out of here, Plumpy. We uh, we don't cotton to your kind around here. He's the first one you passed by, so when he, his card came up, it was it was like a it was game changing. How any any personal news? Um, not really. Uh, I've been having some vision problems. That's not great. Oh, like uh, you're seeing. You're seeing signs and wonders, that sort of thing. Um, it it is sort of magical. It, it, it's like my, the entirety of my periphery is wreathed in like a silvery, glowing tinsel. So oh. I'm hoping it's just for Christmas time. It's just... yeah, just I've been I've been uh, touched in, in a way that will remind me uh, of the reason for this season, and that's uh, vision insurance. They, uh, yeah, it's like when you're Roku, when the, they change the background for Father's Day, mm-hmm. it'll go back to normal after the holiday's done. <laughs> How about you? My, my, uh, my dustbuster broke. Oh, no. Yeah. With, with Try the- to use it and, uh, it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't start. And I noticed that when I put it back on its little charger, the light 
that normally lights up to let you know that it's charging was blinking, like flashing. And I was like, huh. So I got a screwdriver and I took the thing apart and it turns out there's, I don't know what any of that stuff inside of it does. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you have an idea for a podcast? I do. It's uh, called Cassie. Oh, no. Cassie. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, it, it would be a podcast uh, where we have uh, dueling Casio keyboards. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, th- how would they be dueling? Like we would just hit the demo button and play? <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm going to do the like the entertainer. <laughs> I think mine does uh, the William Tell Overture is the demo button. It was always really fun to just set that and pretend to play. And because that was so much fun, I never really learned to play. It's true. I think all of the time I spent with a keyboard as a kid was me playing uh, whatever song it played and then just scrolling through all the different sounds. So I'd be like vibraphone, marimba, xylophone, Mm -hmm. And then Last you got that, that one that's got uh like things odd noises and uh like that. The one I remember playing with had one key that went, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was a lot of oh yang. But uh I I'm trying to think uh we, we there could be keyboard challenges. Mm-hmm. And I think it you know it would just be nice to have uh, a few more spots of music playing playing throughout episodes. People like music, and I like music that we wouldn't have to pay for. Yeah, that's true. We could uh, we could just accompany. I don't think either one of us is good enough at playing the keyboard to play accompaniment live over top of our conversation. It could but be you like could imagine those, those how good wonderful. It would be. Uh, uh, like uh, political comedy shows that they used to always play on PBS. Oh yeah, what was that guy's name? Nobody knows. No, <laughs> they 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 gave him uh, the plumpy treatment. Yeah. No longer in the textbooks. How soon we forget. I guess we could also just do it where we auto tune our conversation. Yeah, you know, that would work. Just add too. a add an auto tune to the. So I mean, we we could just add the effect right now. How are you doing? Exceptionally well. That's nice to hear. I ate all the cupcakes. Um. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of ideas. We, you can always uh, just go, baby, 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 baby. Then we have a robot voice comes in, baby. Maybe we just add that in. Maybe instead of the yeah the Cassios, maybe we just have a. Uh... 
an auto-tuned voice calling us babies all the time. <laughs> Makes me feel sexy. <laughs> hmm. That's called Casio No. Yeah. Which, maybe it's not a great idea, because it seems like even the title is saying this is a bad idea. I mean, it's not not necessarily saying it's a bad idea. Yeah, it could be. Oh no! Like, oh no! They've got great Casio. I, I've I've long wanted a podcast that is you know where they use Casio keyboards all the time. All right, here's I got an idea. This one is called Personality Starters, and uh, this would be where we brainstorm some new. Uh, stupid affectations uh, that people, you know, can use in lieu of having a real personality. <laughs> I feel like Die Hard is a Christmas movie, is a hot dog a sandwich, uh, flight or invisibility. These are all worn out. These They've been beaten to death. We need some new... Some new stupid opinions for boring people to have. Uh, should should we keep them kind of close to those uh, gold standards that you just listed? Like uh, casseroles, just a thick soup. A Christmas Carol is a Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one's exciting. Yeah. Imagine just kicking the door in at your family get together and announcing <laughs> they'd probably a Christmas Carol is a Halloween movie <laughs> turn that off it's uh, I, I'm looking forward to watching a Muppet Christmas Carol next next, next Halloween. Halloween yeah wonder maybe we start a new thing where we argue that the feast of the seven fishes uh should include Goldfish uh, crackers? Yeah, goldfish crackers, Swedish fish. Fish food, those little flakes. We're going to put them on all of the fish. The f- fish food, the Ben and Jerry's flavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, personality starters. Now, uh, I have a question about... Uh, all of those are like contrarian statements, do you think that uh, we we could expand it to include uh, products? Because sometimes people are just like, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a Zippo guy," or oh yeah, you know, like I, I, you know, it's 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 gonna be rare for you to see me not playing with my multi multi tool. Oh, that's definitely. I mean, multi tool kind of falls into the everyday carry guy thing, which mm-hmm. is another uh, really fun one. The guy with the minimalist wallet and the, uh, you know, he's got the paracord bracelet. You never know, man. If I, if, if this building caught on fire, I could, I could, uh, you know, escape out the window. This thing extends, it, it, you know, you unravel it. It's a hundred feet of paracord. <laughs> we could tie this to the coffee table and then, uh, you know, scale down the wall from the outside. I like the uh, the the guy who's dutifully been, uh, sp- you know, he's years in now, 
waiting for yo-yos to come back. Oh, he's just been... Knows all the tricks. Expert yeah. yo-yoer. And, and this is like, these things go in cycles. About like once every 15 years, yo-yos come back. And I think yo-yos are finally dead. Yeah, it does seem that way. I think they they've gone the way of the sword. There's always the the guys who are like practicing their sword moves. Mhm. And they're like, you never know. Guns might go extinct. <laughs> and then I will be king. You got another idea? Yeah. I've got another one. And and let me just tell you, if if you thought that Cassio No was lazy, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Quantum Leap cast, which is not a podcast where we talk about Quantum Leap. It is a podcast where we Quantum Leap into another podcast and do an episode of their show. <laughs> Okay, so what are what are you suggesting? How would this work? Oh, uh, we would just we, play we, we the just part. Take the Podtron's food. You know, when you feed the Podtron, it's podcast ideas. It's it's dinner. Mm-hmm. We don't give it its dinner for a day, and instead of mashing them up and having it spit them back out again, uh, we just take one whole cloth podcast that is already a podcast. Yeah, and. We perform as the hosts of that podcast. Okay, but the so. but the idea of this podcast is that we would quantum leap into somebody a different somebody's podcast and try to fix it every week, like in Quantum Leap. So we would be playing. We would be in the body of the host of that podcast. Yeah. Would this be an existing episode of their podcast or would we, would it be like this week, we are Joe Rogan? <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I, I don't think, because that's in the past, I, I don't think that you can quantum leap. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you can quantum. Yeah, yeah. Quantum leaps around I, time. It, I mean, I, I guess it would be any episode we want. Uh, past, future, present. What if in Quantum Leap he wasn't jumping through time, just from body to body? It'd be like uh, that that Denzel Washington movie, Fallen. That was a demon. Yeah, I know. All right, but what if? Uh, yeah, what if uh, Doctor? What's his name? Sam Richardson. Mm-hmm. What if he was just leaping from body to body every week, and his poor wife every week? A new intruder shows up at their house. Just kicking in the door. Honey, I'm home. I'm home. And Christmas Carol is a Halloween movie. (laughs) Yeah, every episode ends with uh, the police taking, taking him to jail in another person's body. And then he leaps out again. Just keeps trying to get, keeps trying to find his way back home, hoping that the next body is the one that will lead him. 
the jail is just filling up. Oh no! <laughs> They've locked up like uh, Buddy Holly and an old Negro League baseball player, <laughs> guy with Down syndrome. His wife never catches on that it's him. Maybe in season two, she goes into to hiding and there can be like a, a new door for him to kick in. I think so. Uh, but getting back to the Quantum Leap cast. Yeah. So this would be where we would leap into an old episode of a podcast. Yes. And, and, and fix it. Make, leave it better than we found it. Hopefully. So we would be... <clears throat> I'm trying to think of this from a pr- production standpoint. We would be inserting ourselves in place of the original host or hosts into a pre-recorded podcast. Well, if, 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 we, if we chose a podcast that, that uh, only has... a. a two people podcasting it would be as, as much of a production hassle yeah i suppose i suppose that's true oh I, but i mean it might be it might be more interesting if you know we were both jumping into the body of mark Marin or whatever or or what if what if we ended up in in uh this american life Ooh. Would we have to be producing the whole show? I guess so. I mean, we just do I don't the know intro. if there's a rule. Like, I, I, I guess it'd be possible for us to uh, leap around a little bit. I wonder if we could get the Podtron in on this. We give him some transcripts of This American Life. <laughs> and then we would be Ira Glassing... And then throwing to the Podtrons, uh, you know, our story this week in three parts is a hot dog a sandwich. (laughs) And then the Podtron just starts sputtering gibberish. I like it. I think it's a, I think it's an interesting thought experiment. There's fertile ground there. All right, here's my next idea. And this ties in perfectly to what we were talking about earlier. This is uh, called Scrooge 2020. (laughs) You know how on Christmas they have the uh, little radio play version of A Christmas Carol? And I think they have Jonathan Winters as Scrooge. Mm -mm. Maybe... Not anymore, though. Or, or they, they, this is an old radio play version that they just. I believe played. it's okay. yes, it's a recording. They don't make. They, they don't do wake live. like like wake Jonathan Winters up, and and he's like, "Boy, what day is today?" <laughs> like it's the day you do the yeah, the it's Scrooge. The, the, the the day that you do your one day of work. Well, see it. this this is what I was thinking was, what if we made a sequel? To the Christmas Carol and recorded it as a radio play. Okay. I think that there's, you know. Media thought, uh, let's add a, a great glass elevator. 
Yeah, Dickens, uh, you know, kept trying to recapture that lightning in a bottle. He kept writing new Christmas stories every year, and none of them were ever as good as uh, A Christmas Carol. But maybe maybe what that story needed was uh, just, you know, a couple hundred years of simmering and then two brain geniuses to come along and really uh, take the story to new heights. And uh, new paradigms. I I think I'm thinking. Why not make this kind of like a Gremlins two type meta sequel? I don't know. Is this going to be a part of a, an extended Dickensian universe? Like, are we going to be crossing over Pip and you know Sidney Carton and all all these uh, Edwin Drood? Yeah, could be a. Um... League of Extraordinary Christmas Ghosts. Well, yeah, I was thinking, what if he, instead of just uh, traveling through time, what if he, like, travels to, like, a different dimension? Like, maybe he travels to our universe and meets meets his creator, meets Charles Dickens. So Charles Dickens is a character in the sequel, kind of like a dark tower type. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the spin. Maybe, maybe the uh, tons of money he's made off of all of his writings has led him to, you know, believe that he's better than everybody else. And he has become Scrooge. He, yeah, not exactly practicing what he's been preaching. Yeah, he uh, famously kept suing people who were uh, printing unauthorized copies of A Christmas Carol. So, uh, yeah, maybe maybe the sequel is Scrooge comes, you know, comes to life out of the book. Maybe he spills some like uh, buttermilk on it at night and then uh, electricity flows through the book and Scrooge is brought out of the book. And he has to teach Charles Dickens a lesson. About charity, is buttermilk a, a good conductor of electricity? Um, yes. I gotta watch out for that. I've been having yeah. a warm glass every night before I go to bed, and, and you know, like I, I'm really plugged in. You got one hand night. on the toaster, yeah, just chugging a glass of buttermilk. I like to keep my uh, foot bath going all night long. Scrooge 2020. It's a pretty good conductor. Yeah. Scrooge 2020. Maybe they could have a different name. Like, we're getting pretty close. I don't Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) We have three weeks to crank it out and and hopefully. Isn't that normally the case with, uh, like, futuristic uh, or science fiction that's looking forward that they never make it far enough. Yeah. Maybe Scrooge 2077. Okay. There we go. I I want to be uh, good and dead before people are like that, that podcast, like their, their vision for the future was not very accurate because I mean, that, I guess that, we that could... would hurt me. We could set it three months in the future, and then that's kind of a layup in that regard. Mm, that's or true. tell people that we wrote it five years ago, and we really nailed it. Be like, we wrote this in 2015, 
we predicted Donald Trump would be president. <laughs> Scrooge 2077. All right. Now let's see what uh, we have on the hotline. Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast, you can reach out to us at 702-PODCASP. That's the podcast hotline. Or you can write in to we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. And uh well I I checked the uh check the email and uh I have some disturbing news. We've been informed that we have run out of storage space and we were unable to send or receive emails until we purchase additional storage. I couldn't uh, figure out why that was. And then, uh, yeah, when I looked at our inbox, it is completely full of ads for the LED hat. <laughs> is is that, that the new LED hat scam where... Uh... To not get your inbox inundated with ads for the LED hat, you have to buy one LED hat? I, like, there are so many emails from the LED hat. I don't know. Is this just like a, a hat where you can display a like a scrolling message? Like, it, it, it can just, like, tell everybody to fuck off for you? This is from sales at ledhat.com. Uh yeah, they they've got the LED t-shirt, the LED mask, LED hat, LED fanny bag. Hey, I am happy to announce that we just restocked our best-selling LED glasses. Ooh, I want to get the fanny pack just so I can uh make it tell people to stick it in their fanny. Yeah. We have so many emails from the LED hat. We have, it looks like they emailed us five times on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Well, you know, that's a great day to market to people because of how thankful they are. Mm -hmm. Like you give, show them this uh, cutting edge new piece of technology, the LED hat, and they're likely to buy more than one. You can, yeah, you can always... Just have the hat say, pass the gravy, and then you don't have to talk to your relatives. The LED hat. So I'm sorry if you tried to reach out to us by voicemail or by email. It appears that... Or or possibly all of our listeners were hinting that they they wanted uh, us to team up with the LED hat. (laughs) They've all been... They've been referring us. Give us the LED hat. Maybe we do that. Maybe we team up with the LED hat to create our latest merchandise item that we don't have a podcast LED fanny bag. Maybe we start selling messages for the LED hat. We can be like a messaging service that uses that technology. We just... We wear the hat and then let people pay to display their ad on the hat. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I feel like we we might be doing just like an evolutionary Judah Friedlander thing here. Because our hats could have, you know, you don't actually have to change it to make it say something different. It can say something different every five minutes if you want it to. Oh, hang on. We got one just now. New product alert. This is a... <laughs> I don't know how to describe this. It's a, it's like a big C-shaped thing. And you can put a single shoe inside of it. <laughs> and the shoe levitates and spins. <laughs> what? But, but only one shoe? Just one just one shoe. The Kickslev stand gives the user the ability to exhibit sneakers in a manner never seen before. With the original Kickslev stand, we were able to redefine the world of levitation. <laughs> what? You know the world of levitation? Yeah. Well, I... throw out everything you know. It's been redefined. <laughs> it's, it's only only for single shoes now. <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep one on your foot. Now, can it handle a bronzed shoe? The picture shows. Uh... It's a Air Force One mid. Okay. Can it handle a clown shoe? No. It okay. very clearly could not handle a clown. I don't think you could go past uh, maybe like a size 14 before it's not going to be. It's just going to be wedged in there. Okay. Now, is it really levitating or is it like a, a trick of lights and mirrors to make it appear as though it is levitating? It looks like it is. You put a magnet inside of the shoe, and then it uh, just kind of hangs out there. I thought it was like a the science museum when I was growing up had uh, one of those things where they 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 try to get you to put money in. I, I don't know. It, it was like there was a quarter out there, and they're like, "Try to grab the quarter," and that it was you couldn't grab the quarter. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Down yeah. inside of a uh, inside, but it was projected up through mirrors and lights, and m made it hard to trust that museum. Yeah. Here. Okay. <clears throat> Can you see that? Yeah. That is the levitating shoe. Okay. Yeah. New product alert. <sighs> is the uh, uh, black light uh, optional or completely necessary? <laughs> I don't know if it's a black light or if that's just the color of that shoe oh. that's making it look like a black light. I guess the only way to know for sure would be to buy this product. Do you think the, uh, our budget... Do you think we could afford to get one of these shoe levitators? 
Oh, oh my God. How much is if it? we need to, we need to act fast because it's marked down. It's only $189. It was $380. Oh. And the, this is only this is only for the next 11 hours. I'm I I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I I think that it's unnecessary uh because as I'm going to show you right now, I don't wear any shoes when I podcast. <laughs> well, I, maybe it is necessary because my shoes are on the ground in the dirt. I know. I'm trying to think what shoes I would put in the shoe levitator. I have like a pair of boots that are kind of nice. But I don't really take good care of my shoes. I don't either. I I That's I like shoes. I I, I like all the the fancy cool-looking basketball shoes and stuff, but they're so expensive, and I never make it more than a week into them without being like, well, they don't look cool anymore. Guess I'll go mow the they lawn. They dirty so, so easily. Yeah. Here's a thought. What, what else could you put in the shoe levitator? Uh, I was thinking like a pair of underwear, but I don't think it weighs enough, you know, to it would just kind of, I don't think it would stay stay uh, in the air it would probably just get magneted up maybe like a pair of wet swim trunks <laughs> i if the magnet thing if if it is magnets this wouldn't work but if it is just a truly futuristic levitator maybe like a burrito mm. and then you could eat it in the levitator it could just be like a hand or it's like a hands-free corn on the cob machine yeah I mean, you could do it with a magnet. You'd have to just be careful not to eat the magnet. You don't want to go out like those Polly Pocket kids. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yep. That's why they don't make Polly Pocket no more. <laughs> Children just swallowed those Polly Pockets, and then the magnets were like, we must meet up in the middle. Or was it Mighty Max? Mighty Max, yeah. I remember uh, I watched an episode of Mighty Max when I was a little kid. And at the end, Mighty Max was like, have you ever had a dream that felt so real? Well, maybe it was. Some people believe in out-of-body experiences. And my mom was like, you're not allowed to watch this show anymore. <laughs> what and I was Mighty like, Max? come on. But now thinking back, I'm like, why did they have that at the end? Mighty Max cartoon. Um, I, I don't think Mighty Max was letting the writer of that episode really uh, express the totality of, of their their artistic vision. Very strange. Yeah, that's a weird. It's weird. I mean, there and was a lot of shit started like that. Addressing the audience, like it, it wasn't. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> PSA at the end, but for like new age spirituality. The more you know. It's also weird how. Uh, Captain Planet got his powers from Gaia, the spirit of the Earth. Do you think that they like it would have been better if uh, they had aligned Captain Planet with a different god? Like if he had been Jesus's brother or something? (laughs) (laughs) 
Would that have made your mom happy? <laughs> James, the brother of Jesus, was given five rings. Now he's fighting for the planet. That would have been, yeah, that definitely would have made it uh, more palatable for my mother. But it could have gone like even worse. Like, I, I feel like Gaia is pretty. People are almost just like, yeah, it's just it's like saying Mother Earth or something. Yeah, it's like having a coexist sticker on your car. Yeah. Although I guess he could have been a Zeus man, I guess is what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> what if he was in the uh what's that Japanese death call? On Shinriki Planet. I think there are a lot of uh... Your powers combined. Release the Saren in the subway system. <laughs> <clears throat> What was the bad Captain Planet's name? Like, I can't even. Was there a bad Captain Planet? Yeah, he's like all orange. And and I think that there were five rings of like pollution. <laughs> I think really? Anti. I remember there was a, one of them was named Duke Nukem. <laughs> like one of the bad guys, they just stole the name Duke Nukem. <laughs> And he was like the radioactive pollution guy. The only bad guy I can remember is that pig man. Or that unfortunately pig-like man. I think that was Duke Nukem. Oh, is it? He had like a Hawaiian shirt on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the one. Like I said, wasn't allowed to watch it because uh, for some reason they made this blue man... Uh, uh, adherent to Wiccan religion. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's go. Let's go to the Podtron. Let's do it, folks. The Podtron forty five hundred is a proprietary machine learning algorithm that I built in my basement. What the Podtron does is it looks at the charts to see what's popular in the world of podcasts and then it uh digests all of that information and spits it back out with ideas for podcasts that might also be successful and uh well i'll let you take the lead on this what what do you like from the podtron this week i like uh free beer and the blood free beer and the blood I think this is a history podcast uh, where we we do some interviews with uh, the people uh, who who decided it was a good idea to give away free beer and, uh, you know, document the aftermath. You're talking like, uh, I mean, it's like free beer day at the baseball game. Yeah, I was going to say those nickel and beer, nickel and dime beer nights. Or, I've been know, to like your your college party where somebody's like, we bought a whole keg. Nobody owes us anything. Come, come yeah, on. I feel like I've 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 gone to the free beer night at the baseball. At the baseball stadium mm -hmm. or the dollar beer. Did I say free? 
Yeah, they don't do the free not anymore. Free. Yeah, it's usually just. I think it's a dollar at the minor league stadium here in town. But they, yeah, it it's difficult to drink enough. They find they've got some kind of like a special beer that's not as strong. It, and is uh, it, what what is it? Three point three point two beer or something like that. It's like the Mormon beer. Yeah, I don't know. It's it does not say what it is. I guess or maybe it does. Just it tastes like the weakest beer on earth. And uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta do a lot of walking. You're basically gonna spend half the time walking from one side of the stadium to the other to get more beer. Do they limit how many you can buy at once as well? I believe that they it's two per person. So I mean, if you wanted to bring a, a whole squad of teetotalers with you to just carry your beer around with you. <laughs> If you could be like Jesus and have like 12 guys who all just uh, hang around and <clears throat> they all carry two beers for you, you could probably, you could get some miracles going. Yeah. I don't know. If if, if I was like Jesus, though, I, I would probably just turn that weak beer into wine. Ooh. Strong wine. Fortified wine. All the water. water oh, they wine. <laughs> They try and water down the beer. Jesus is just turning the water into wine, making it even stronger. I've never mixed wine and beer. Um, I haven't either. That is surprising. That I we, haven't mixed them together. I would just that both of us, that between the two of us, and all of our ill-advised mixing oh, yeah. of alcohols, we've never tried a a wine beer spritzer. Really early on, I decided like that I was going to mix vodka and beer together, and that was just such a terrible idea. I think it yeah, I've me mixed, off. I've mixed liquor and beer before, and I've mixed like Coca Cola and wine before. I've mixed. Uh, I've made like a wine suicide before. Got just different wines. types of wine. Just yeah, throw them together. I, I'm a little embarrassed at how often. I'm not even thinking and I'll do that. I'll just like, I'll have like a glass of wine and then, you know, everyone at the table orders another bottle and I grab the new bottle and just top it off. Like (laughs) that's, that's another. I'm like, I don't care. It all tastes like permanent marker and grapes. Yeah. yeah, That's what what I mean. Like as an adult, I'm supposed to talk about uh, the flavor profiles of these liquors, wine, bourbon, and talk about how they they don't taste good. They get you (laughs) drunk and it doesn't matter and mix them together. Fine. Sure. Yeah. Free beer in the blood. And this is, this could also be, the blood like you know a gang oh like like one one member of the blood gang yeah who's in the blood gang um i don't know i just keep thinking about the blood hound gang now i mean maybe we get them they probably like free beer it does seem like they like free beer seems like they like to do a lot of pee pee humor and uh, party too hard. So. 
Well, do you have a, a Podtron idea? Yes. Uh, sorry, I was looking up the Bloods to see if there were any famous Bloods. Mm. Nope. I guess <laughs> not. <laughs> All right. Here's my... <clears throat> Here's my first uh, offering from the Podtron. The Podtron suggests a podcast called Sleepy Colon Sleepy Colon Sleepy Colon Sleep with Michael Moore. (laughs) (laughs) Sleepy, 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 sleep with Michael Moore. And I hope that this is I mean, the fact that it's saying sleepy so many times, I think it's it wants it wants to be crystal clear that it doesn't mean sex with Michael Moore. It's like sleepy, sleepy, sleepy sleep with Michael Moore. We're not talking about, you know, and then I'm doing the little o- okie dokie yeah. with the finger going through. Okie dokie finger pokey. Mm-hmm. Um, the old in out, in out. Now you you don't think uh, even more disturbingly that this is uh like a, a Michael Moore roofing people <laughs> idea. <laughs> He's just dropping pills in the drink. Sleepy, sleepy, sleepy. Sleep with Michael Moore. <laughs> I guess that this would be maybe we get Michael Moore to come on the show. And then uh, we just play some relaxing music and uh, we just, the three of us. We we all uh, pop a mel- melatonin. Yeah. Get a couple of, yeah, a couple of glasses of buttermilk. Mm-hmm. And then we just lull the listeners to sleep. We could possibly, we could do this without having to get the real Michael Moore. I mean, he's done a lot of interviews and, uh, yeah, we can, we can just, uh, we could just cut out sound bites of Michael Moore and, and, uh, I mean, with technology, make it seem like he's almost there with you. Yeah. Maybe we, we put it through the auto tuner, (laughs) auto tune, Michael Moore. That's a possibility. Do you got another one here? Yeah, this one is uh, Rhythms for Work. And I remember uh, we had a a, a listener email quite a while ago asking for something to do with like uh, reggae rhythms. 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 And I was just thinking like rhythms for work. Chet Hanks was... (laughs) writing into us we we could possibly do just like a steel drum over and like an anger management class or a team building <laughs> exercise <laughs> we could always uh we could talk about those wendy's training videos from the 90s have you ever seen that i have not i i was i was never a wendy man Oh, well, I I was, but the internet has really, uh, really 
latched on to uh, the Wendy's training videos because they are funky fresh music videos from the 90s. Oh, okay. About... I will watch those. Um, did Dave Thomas... Oh, go ahead. This one is called Hot Drinks. <laughs> yeah, there... <clears throat> There's a, a whole bunch of them. There's one about how to make burgers. There's one about... There's a sequel to Hot Drinks called Cold Drinks. We could talk about all of these. And okay. uh, maybe some more. Rhythms for work. Yeah, I like that idea. And maybe we... The, those are so good. Maybe we could produce them for other types of jobs. It's true. We could... We we have one where we we can uh, then sell them door to door. We have a song about how to short Tesla stock for day traders. <laughs> I I want to work on uh, uh the I I want to work on the emb- embalming song. Mm, yeah, I I know a mortician, so we could uh, we could ask some questions and. Uh, maybe find out some some of the tricks of the trade so to and speak and also i i want to get a line on some of those good slightly used eyes mhm mhm so i can i can take them mhm take those eyes yeah all right i got you got one one more there's there's one more it's called Astonishing Atheist. <laughs> uh, and this could kind of be in the same in the same category as personality starters, you know? This is definitely the sort of thing. <clears throat> Maybe, you know, there's a lot of people who uh, have kind of made atheism into uh, a little feather in their cap. You know, they want to talk about it. They want to tell you how much smarter they are. Maybe we retool atheism to make it even more interesting. We go beyond just saying there is no God. Maybe we say, in fact, there is a guy who is like God, but he's just normal. His name is God. God Williams. God, God and, Williams. And yeah, he, uh, he lives just south of the North Pole. And he's got his control board out there, and it does, you know, like, he is calling a lot of the shots, but he's not, he doesn't know everything. He's just a man. Oh, you believe in God? God Williams. Yeah. I've met him. He's uh, Cat Williams' dad. He's... (laughs) He spends most of his time just trying to figure out. Uh, why is Gmail account filled up with LED hat emails? Yeah, I mean he's, done, he's never done a miracle. He's he is he is a, a, a hot dog is a sandwich guy. He is that. Yeah, the, that's the, who you want to worship. He thinks a hot dog is a sandwich. He shows up to parties and he just wants to talk about how a hot dog is a sandwich. That's who you worship, <laughs> really. <laughs> Wow, this this is making atheism even easier than it was before. <laughs> this is, I think, this is very exciting. Got to make fun exciting. of this goof. 
we create a whole new lore for atheists where it's not that they don't believe that God doesn't exist. He does exist, but he is so boring that you'd be a fool to believe uh, believe that he's in charge of anything. You know, I heard that God Williams one time he went he went to the mall and he forgot his wallet and he made the he made the employees at the gap wait for him to go back to his car to look for his wallet and then when he didn't have it he drove home <laughs> he didn't tell those employees at the gap what was going on and eventually they just gave up and then like an hour later, God Williams comes sauntering back into the gap and raises holy hell about the fact that they put all that stuff back on the shelves. He says, I told you I was going to go get my wallet. <laughs> That's your God. <laughs> God Williams. <laughs> I like this is making me like God more though. <laughs> it was always a, a problem with me of uh, you know, I just didn't I- identify with that and I can identify with God Williams. God Williams seems like he's uh he's just like us. It's like yeah. we've just made the people magazine of uh, religion. Which God wore it better? <laughs> God Williams <laughs> LED hat or Zeus's? Mm. All right, let's run let's run them down. All right. We got Cassio No, Personality Starters, Quantum Leapcast, Scrooge 2077. <laughs> I put the LED hat in here, but that's not really not really an idea. It's just the thing that stopped us from getting any ideas. Uh, free beer in the blood. Sleepy, sleepy, sleepy. Sleep with Michael Moore. Rhythms for work. Or astonishing atheist. <laughs> I'm gonna let you make the call. I I like the two high concept ones. Uh, I'm leaning towards a uh, Scrooge 2077, but I like the the Quantum Leap one too. <laughs> So well, I mean that we did talk about that Scrooge and Scrooge and Dickens would be like tra- time traveling. Do do you think that we could write write something out uh, uh, like uh, in the next week, an hour's worth of radio radio play about Scrooge? <laughs> I can I can open up a shared document here. I'll have to use my personal account because the podcast email account are we've completely run out of space thanks to the LED hat. But uh I think we can definitely write something whether we get to an entire hour of scripted material, I'm not sure. Uh because we were we were short of an hour despite the fact that we wrote like over 150 haikus that one time. 
But that's those really, were those harder. Are, those are really short. Yeah. I think we can do this. So okay. So this would be coming out the week before Christmas. So it'd be like the nineteenth. It would come out on the eighteenth. And then the next week would be Christmas Day. It would come out on Christmas Day. What if we gave ourselves two weeks and we just did like a best of end of the year episode? Ooh, like we could just compile so, so some like highlights. Next, next next Monday, either we're, we're doing a clip show or we're just emptying out the ideas that we're not good enough to. to, 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 to. Yeah, no, I, we do. We'll do a clip show. We'll put out a clip show Friday and Monday. And then the following Friday, Christmas Day, the world premiere of Scrooge 2077. All right. Yes. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening, folks. Uh, if you want to hear, uh, if you want to hear uh, all the bonus content that we've put out, you can head to we don't have a pod or uh, patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. Sign up to become a supporter of the podcast and you'll get access to the vault where we keep a bonus episode every Friday where we try out the idea that we picked from the previous episode. There's uh, something like 60 of them in there, and some of them are real good. So, uh, yeah, check that out and uh, write us a review. Go on iTunes and uh, give us give us a little blurb. That really helps people who uh, haven't heard our podcast to discover it. Also, just tell your friends, you know, uh, maybe if you're going to visit family and, uh, you know, if you do, be safe. But uh yeah, maybe play them an episode. Maybe play them Scrooge 2077. Yeah. Get the whole family together, sit around and listen to Scrooge 2077. That'll be out on Christmas Day. Uh, uh, and, make make uh, it your new tradition. And uh, also, fuck you, Jonathan Winters. Yeah. I think you're so great. Unless, unless we can get Jonathan Winters he, to reprise his role as Scrooge. <laughs> no, maybe we could get uh, Buddy Hackett from Scrooged. <laughs> um I don't think that that's possible either. Oh no! <laughs> I don't think any of these guys are alive anymore. Maybe we can get Bill Murray. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh thanks for listening. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.